Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I have another episode for you in the series of a walk down the spiritual path where I am inviting on current and former clients to talk through their spiritual journeys with you all. And so today I have Melissa Meza who has joined me on this podcast. Melissa was in heal with me for, I think it was 10 months. Um, and we also were connected for months before that. So we have done so much beautiful work together. Melissa is just an absolutely incredible person. I'm so excited for you all to connect to her energy in this podcast because she's just amazing. And she shares her journey and, and what the work we did together opened for her and why she was called to it and she's had this incredible transformation in her voice and how she uses it and so she talks about that too and it's oh, this episode just makes my heart feel so happy and grateful and so I am really excited for y'all to hear it and I'm not going to take any more time let's go right into this episode enjoy my friends Right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. So today I have Melissa Meza with me and Melissa was in heal with me for 11 months um, and we ended at the end of February. And it's amazing to be here with you, Melissa, because we haven't chatted for like two months, I think. And so it's one, it's just amazing to be back here and to have gotten to chat with you before we started this. We're going to talk about your spiritual journey and everyone's going to get, gonna get to hear your story. But before we get into that, I just want to ask you to introduce yourself to everyone listening. I'm Melissa Meza. I'm a happy 49-year-old wife and mother of two great boys. I live in Nolens, New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I interpret for the deaf, so I like to say I, I'm the voice for those who can't speak. And I've discovered that I am a seer. I like to call it a seer and a listener, also known as a channeler. Um, and working with Shannon, you, you just changed my life. Like totally changed my life. <sighs> That is the most amazing thing I could hear. And also I want to flip it back because really you changed your life. <laughs> because <laughs> you're the one who showed up and was like, I'm ready to do this. Um, what was your kind of moment? And I know that you'd started doing some spiritual work before we started working together, but what was your moment where you were like, I'm ready to explore this part of myself. Was there was there a moment? Was there a series of events? What was it that led you to going down this rather more unconventional path of I'm ready to really discover myself? I think it was um, before I started Heal when you did, um, I, before my hysterectomy, when you and I did some healing work, some quantum healing, and 
it was on my, you know, where I was having the pain. Yeah. And after you did that, and some of that was released and some tie, you know, cords were cut, the releasing, I knew that you could show me ways to do that myself. And we knew each other, like you said, through other platforms. But the moment I heard your voice, um, when you were introduced, like almost two years ago, huh? Yeah, it's been about two years. Um, <laughs> about two years ago, it's just something about your voice, and your and I can feel your spirit. I felt your spirit. It's like I felt the connection as soon as you opened your mouth, and I'm like, I have to work with. I have to. That's so interesting because so much of our work has been around your voice and you taking your power back because in that space, because for everyone listening to Melissa is a manifester in human design, so (laughs) super strong voice. Um, And it's just, that's very interesting because I kind of, and this is how it works actually with a lot of people I work with where like, I kind of know too. And it is almost like a voice thing. Like the first time I talk to someone, I'm like, oh yeah, I can hear it in their frequency. Like this is someone that we have, we have a connection. Like we have something we're going to do together. I don't know what it is, but there's something. So that's really fascinating to hear you say that. Cause I hadn't heard that in that way before. And that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's where I said, you know, like, I kind of felt broken before that. And I felt broken for a long time um, with things that, you know, occurred in earlier in my life. And I'm about to cry. Um, <laughs> it's just, I'm trying to get the words that for once I've lost words. Like knowing that carrying around in your head for years that you're not, you're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. You know, you were, you were, you punished people, um, taking abuse because you thought you deserved it. Mm -hmm. and through the Akashic journey and I think more through the shamanic work with you I am not anybody's burden if anything I'm a gift and I was given gifts and we all are and it's scary for so many years to think one thing of yourself and you kind of conform to that, that mold. But in essence, we're not a mold. Right. We're free flowing. We're a spirit. Mm-hmm. So we don't contain. And that, that's what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. It is. I mean, that 
the the metaphor I always use for that kind of moving from being contained to being expansive, expansive is thinking of like the butterfly coming out of the cocoon, right? I think a lot of us do. Um, but it is what happened because the the you that I met two years ago and the you that's sitting in front of me right now are super, are incredibly different people. And I mean, I'm the, I mean, same, I mean, like I'm, I'm a very different person than I was then as well, but we all are different, obviously year to year, but like the way you show up, like the way that you, you speak and the way that your energy shows up in the space when you're in it is, is so different. It's just like, like when you come into a space and I noticed this in heel too, like when you were there, your energy was like magnetic. It was like, Oh, Melissa, like, what does Melissa have to share with us today? Like, what is, what is her story from the day or the week? And something in it is always like, always is beneficial to the rest of the group, you know, like, and there's just a like the way that, that that has shifted and you've like allowed that the allowed that voice to be that strong like magnetic because that's what a manifestors manifestor is supposed to be like your voice is the center point and people want to hear you and listen to you and the more that you've done that it's just so it's like evident everywhere in your life and in how you show up and how it, like it's just it's really amazing and also coming in with that energy of like, and I think that's, that's this is so powerful for people listening to hear of like, I'm not a burden and like, it's okay that there was a, a version of me that thought that because we have to, we love all parts of ourselves and all parts of what we've been through um, or our parts of who we were, but the coming of the energy of like, no, but I'm a gift because that's how we're, that's how we're born, right? We're born to be gifts. And then we get it cut, we get it like released from us through whatever we go through. And then to get to, then to really be able to claim that back and really believe it every day is huge. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of my, my first quote, I, I, I make quote, I do quotes now, but my first one was after working with you. It's, um, I'm not afraid of my shadows anymore. Mm-hmm. I dance with them now. Yeah, because that's how you you, you you're always going to have those shadows, but embrace them because they're part of you. There's a reason. If you look at your lineage, there's a reason, and that's what we saw by going through all those journeys like yeah. in the one-on-ones with your program which I love the group aspect and I love the one-on-ones but I totally love the group aspect of it but when we did do our one-on-ones you know just things that we find or even with the groups when I would things would come to me yeah on the journey and and it could go back centuries and we're here, and I think this is the time, especially as women, to reclaim how powerful it is to be a woman. There's a reason we're, we're you know, some of us are able to, to give birth 
Yeah. And then some people aren't given that gift, but they're given a gift of something else. Mm -hmm. The vajayjay is powerful. Yeah. So I mean, it's beautiful. It's powerful. It's it's the essence of who we are as women. Yeah. And I think this is the time so many women, so many are stepping into the best versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I encourage that with, with other people because with the journey, not everybody can, not everybody will like, thinks that it it can really work for them yeah but you have to have the mindset that I'm powerful this this can be done and I never thought I could access my records I never thought that when you would take us on a journey you know whether it was to the womb space or wherever we went it's like some people are skeptical about that like yeah okay you really did that it's like no I really did that I really went there and it's nice to go there right it's I think so many people there's the skepticism of like really you can go there and then there's the fear it's like one or the other. And that's, that's where people get scared to do any work like this is because we are so powerful and the, and the womb is so powerful, but there's so much fear around it. So much fear of actually reclaiming that part and claiming that part. That's what I was going to say. That's the scary part. The scary part is you know things about yourself. And the scary part is claiming the things that you know um like I knew from an early age that I could talk like I could hear people yeah or I could dream about people and the thoughts that I would hear would hear in the the visions I would see you know I would tell my maternal grandmother and she, she, she believes me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you get older and you're like, ah, that's just in your mind. But now to, to, to live it and it to happen, you know, like driving in my car and I'm, I'm hearing like man voices, like in my ear talking to me I'm like who are you and like it's Chris I'm like Chris who it's my cousin's husband that had passed away and to be able to for her to be accepting to listen to what I had to say that was like my first real aha like you're really doing this Melissa Dawn you're really doing this because I was telling my cousin things nobody else would know but her and her husband 
Yeah. And that's, that is, it's scary to like the first few times that we do that. It's, it's scary. It really is to, to have that level of information, to say it to people and know, like, how are they going to react? What are they going to say? Are they going to think that this is cool? Are they going to think I'm the devil? You know, (laughs) like the freakiest part was after it happened, like, please do not come to me again while I'm driving. Cause that was a little, you know. But thank goodness I was going to a place with someone who understands like meditation, who understands and believes the same as I do, because mm-hmm. it's a little shop that I go to and I was going to get some tea and the owner's like, go in my meditation room and just go write everything down and calm down before you leave. Because I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Because it was like one of the first major times that I had a full blown conversation in my head. Yeah. Wow. And, and of course, I didn't know that last bit of that story that you were where you were going, but of course the universe like, and spirit brought that through to you at a time where they knew you'd be supported. Like you were going someplace you could be supported. Yeah. Wow. That's that's incredible. And I started journaling a lot more about when I talked to people. So do you talk to people most through automatic writing then like or journaling, writing it down, or do you talk out loud or do you do both? I do both. Okay. And it's, it's mostly when I'm alone. I'm, I'm usually alone. Like if I was in the living room, you know, that's just too much going on. Um, the one thing I did find out, like, I, I feel the signs. I, I know when it's going to happen. I get a little ringing in the ear and pressure in my left ear. It's always my left ear. And um, I'll just close my eyes and and listen. Yeah. And as I'm listening, I'll journal after. Okay. That's when it's a spontaneous channel, like when I wasn't expecting. But now I'm starting to expect it because I know the signs. Right. Um, but one, um, when I do automatic write, which I did a few weeks ago at my brother's, um, my sister-in-law called me freaking out because she was playing with like an app on her phone and like it was saying things. So I quietly automatic write and ask questions and draw and like it's a hot mess, but I understand it. And when I was at her house, I'm writing things and um, Brandy, who is a girl who happens to be my brother's roommate that he didn't know he had, she was answering, I was asking questions, writing the answers. And then I don't know what this app is, but it's like the app would say what I was just thinking and my sister was like why did it say that I'm like because like I just I just asked her like how like like what did she do and she said she was a a caretaker or a nanny of two little children and she's like oh oh how do you know I'm like I wrote it I was writing to them on the paper yeah 
And then it happens a lot when I'm sleeping. When I'm awake, I hear it. I don't see anyone when I'm awake. Yeah. But when I sleep, that's when I see. That makes sense. I'm similar like that. I don't see a ton in waking life. It's just, there's so much else going on, but it's dream time. Yeah. And I actually channeled more than once. Um, one of our fellow heel members' brother. Yes. And, um, things that, like, even you know, how can I like the people that I when I when I see them are usually people that I found out find out later had communication issues. If that would be a thing like nonverbal or. Oh yeah. Things like that. And um I just think it's amazing that being an interpreter for the deaf, being using my hands to communicate, like listening for someone. You know, I just thought it was really awesome that that happened. Yeah, I was just thinking of like how how consistent is your soul really <laughs> like you what you do on a very human level like what you do with your kids in school and then the people who come through to you and and need help relaying a message or need to like you know whatever they need you to do but that just to me one of the things I was thinking as you said that is you know, we talk about our souls having contracts or missions or purpose of like, you know, my soul's here to do this and your soul's here to do that. And like, that is such a, an example in my mind of how true that is because you're doing similar work in different ways. Like your soul's like, yeah, this is, I'm here to, I'm here to give people a way to communicate. Just, yeah, it's so cool. It is. I think it is. Um, and I'm getting used to it still. And it's it, it's kind of funny because, like, some people know and others don't. And uh, we're doing standardized testing right now in school. And the way my principal does it, we have a month to do it. And she hates to put it all on kids at one time. She doesn't like to stress them out. So they do one test a day for three weeks. So we have to house in a regular classroom instead of our small classroom. So, you know, this is intuition-wise, not really channeling, but I'm very keen. My my sense of um, intuition Mm-hmm. works well and I was just telling you this a little while before like last week was teacher appreciation week and I go in the in the cafeteria Wednesday and I'm looking at these cans and yeah it's processed cheese and I'm like man that would make some good nachos we have a nachos Miss Tracy oh I have a nachos and she's like girl that's peaches I said oh so I went back in the classroom and I told the teacher I work with I said I just saw cans of peaches and I well, I was like, man, we're going to have nachos. So then I see the principal walking down the hall and she's like, oh, I'm glad I see you. 
seeing you reminds me, I need to send out an email. We're having a Cinco de Mayo Fest in the lounge for teacher appreciation, and we're having nachos and, and tacos. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't surprise me with that one, Miss B. I knew that one was happening. But it, it's just, just like I'll say it, I told you when you announced that Taja was going to be working with you. I told you, I, I messaged you. I'm like, I already knew. Yeah. <laughs> I already knew. Through the meetings, like, I could see the connection that her studying, you know, medicine mm-hmm. and you, he, like, that's a power, like, dynamic duo, you know, like, uh, and, and when you told that to me, too, I was like, oh, good. Okay, Melissa saw it. She already knew. Confirmation. Perfect. <laughs> definitely on the right step. Of definitely in the right direction then, too. <laughs> I know. And I'm not afraid to say things. Now, before I would keep things to myself, I just say it now. And it, if you don't like it, then take it with a grain of salt. Like, I just, yeah. I use my voice now. I'm not afraid to use it. And that's that's really such a lesson for us all to learn. Like we, no one should be afraid to use their voice. And so many of like, pretty much all of us are, you know, not, not us. I don't want to include that us in that, like us too, but um, so many of the human population, I'll say is scared to use their voice. Cause we're so scared. I'm going to offend somebody. They're not going to like it. And it's like, no, use your voice. I mean, use it kindly, obviously, but use your voice. And then if someone doesn't like what you have to say, and this goes for everyone, if someone says something to us that doesn't fully align, okay, brilliant. We don't have to take it, but like, we also don't need to cage up our voice, which exactly. is also where the womb work comes in too, right? Cause we have the throat and the cervix and how they're connected. So like we don't have to cage up our womb and our creativity. We don't have to cage up our voice. Like we can let them both out and be so powerful, which is, again, we come back to how scary that is to really claim all of that and be like, holy crap, I am really, really powerful. There's a lot of stuff here <laughs> I can do. It, it, your voice, not just speaking, it's writing as well. Like I've... Uh-huh. Since working, I've become a big advocate with um, education in the area where I live. And I speak a lot at the meetings. And my name's pretty well known. And it's, it's I want it known. Um, but uh, on social media, um, they had a recent um, millage or, you know, they wanted to renew a tax for the schools mm-hmm. and a parent innocently at should I vote for it or against it so I typed I I I had to respond and I wrote down like personally everyone got a you know a pay increase five years ago I used to get you know every year for 20 years I'd get a pay increase said I was sending down to 10 so I didn't get anything I'm a, I'm ending my 28th year. So if that was five, that was like, what, 23 years, 20, 20, 23, yeah, 23 
I was 23, a 23 year veteran interpreter who didn't even see a, a penny. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote that on the comments and board members of our local school board read that. That was in uh, January. Okay. In February, they had an altered pay scale for interpreters. And I saw I had like a little bit extra retro pay on my check. And I looked and I looked and I said, if I wouldn't have wrote that, it wouldn't have got back to, you know, to the, the school system. I got, uh, I mean, it's only like, it comes out to like $25 a check, but at least my voice was heard. Absolutely. And it, like, it really got other people, like, for all you do, um, and I posted the, I said they literally just changed it a month ago. Because mm-hmm. I keep them. And that's me. And I'm passionate about what I, about what I do. And when I get on, they're like, oh, goodness gracious. They call it the side ponytail because the first meeting I talked to, I had the side ponytail. I got a standing ovation. Um, So even when I'm typing, they're like, oh, Melissa's typing with her side ponytail on. Or I'll have Google Docs open it because I'm typing a dissertation to put on somebody's post. Because I'm when I see someone spreading misinformation, I'm going to educate them. Because they need to be educated. Right. So it's not just speaking voice. It's your writing voice. It's, it's your voice about anything. It's stating, it's letting your energy be heard and felt. Yes. Yeah. And it's being felt. Yeah. That's like a powerful said, story. There in working with you. You break things down. You're so down to earth. You're so easy to talk to. You're so, you want what's best for your clients. You're not in it to, you're in it because you want, uh, you want your clients or the people who are called to be your clients to really get, how can I say, like, you go above and beyond with your clients, like with the Voxer, like I just shoot you, you know, like our sis, the sisterhood, you know, like I call it the sisterhood and oh my gosh, like I I was just thinking, I said, I'm going to have to do a one-on-one because I just want to, I can do it myself, but when you do it, it's so much better. But the work that you do, the work you put into it, it makes, especially me as, as, as a client, a former client or, and friend, I consider you a friend. I do, um, I do. Now I can't imagine, like, I can't remember some time in my life before it, like you, you, you showed me ways to Go under my weeping willow tree 
And it, it's funny because both plate, when we go down or we go up, it's the same tree. I never did tell you that. It's the same exact freaking tree. And I'm going to paint it. But I go to my tree and I never knew I had that same tree. And I didn't know I had a fox that helped me. And I didn't know about the ruins and when when you like the wealth of knowledge that you give in such a it, it's easy to absorb and understand if that makes any sense like you don't try to you you explain things the techniques you use well not techniques but the way that you do it your shamanic work which I know you've worked very very hard on and I like I'm telling you when you when you started doing that I was like Oh my gosh, I love this. Um, the grounding, just being in the nature and noticing things. Like I see things through a different eye because I kind of can see them through your lens. Like you taught me how to see things. See, and I'm sitting here signing, and nobody can see me but you. I know the way you just moved your hands with that was beautiful. It was like a dance. Uh, just made me cry a little bit. Thank you for, thank you. Thank you. And I, from my perspective, what I want to add to that is like, I, every single person I get to work with, teaches me so much. And so like, you've taught me so much, like just watching you and getting to see your journey has taught me, taught me how powerful your voice is, like how powerful it is to have the voice open because, and that part of this is because you're a manifester, but like seeing that with you, it's that it's so visceral. It's like, I can point to, to Melissa and be like, look, like that's the, that is the benefit of, of having your voice open. Like, look at that, all of those stories you shared. And I, it's just, uh, all of this work to me, it's just, it's all of you, everyone who comes and works with me. And I'm thinking of like our, our, our heel group, which was just such a beautiful group. Like, all of you already knew your souls already knew how to do that work. It was just, I got the, I got, I got the honor in this life of reminding you of it. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's not anyone's like, it's not, it's not, doesn't belong to any of us. It's just, we get to share it. Everything I get to share. I get to, I like to come back at it. And that way of like, I just get to be the custodian of it right now (laughs) and sharing it. And then we get to all be able to have our eyes open. I like the way how you ended that have our eyes open in a whole other way of like, this is how light, like life and the world is so beautiful. And sometimes like, I mean, I live in a beautiful place and when I go outside every day and I take a walk and I look at like the trees and there's a river that runs like, not far from my apartment. And I, I just stop and I look at them. And I look at the water, I look at the rocks and it's just like, 
there's not even words for it. It's just so gorgeous. And then that comes back to how could we not want to learn how to see it that way? Because it's all about like presence. It's that's really, I think what it comes back down to our voices, our presence, like our womb opening is our presence. Our ability to see the beauty as we walk around is how present are we in it? Yeah. It's a real, it's a gift. It really is. It is. Sometimes I, I, in in my, this is my room where I spend some time and I open my window and there's a tree right outside. I just like to watch the tree or in the kitchen, you know, looking out into the yard. I just love watching the yard. I never was a person who could keep plants alive. And my sister-in-law gave me a, a Swiss cheese plant. I don't know. I don't know all the, the real names, all those things. But I actually didn't kill it. It's the first plant I didn't kill. So I'm like, I can do this plant thing. So we just started with succulents. Now it's like, even even Marco, my husband, he's like, let's get this this plant this week. And it's like, okay, let's get it. See if we can keep it alive. So, and it's bringing nature and in, in like the, I like them on my, I like them where I can see them. So if I can't get out, bringing the nature in. Right. You can be with it still. To be with it. Cause I, I had my, my nephew, he's, oh, he's going to be two in July. He's hell on wheels. Um, we took a walk. We have a, like a recreation park where you play like football and mm-hmm. stuff. And they have like the slides and a little playground. It was just nice one day. Nick and I took him for a walk and he saw flowers and he just, ah, and it's like, if this kid who's not even two knows to stop and smell the roses. Yeah. We all need to learn how to do that. You know, and, and he, we had the best time for our walk and our play. It was, I lived in a, suburban area and it it was just really 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 cool to get out and do fun stuff with him and see 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 like the little thing like that like if a kid who's not even two knows that a flower is beautiful then you should stop and look at it because it's amazing yeah we all like we all should, we, we're so busy all the time and we need to stop sometimes and smell the roses. Right. Take it, look at the clouds, enjoy the rain. Be present, be it's there. Dance in the rain. Oh my God, I agree. I agree. Last summer, I was, uh, when I was in Arizona, before I moved to Colorado, um, and I was, uh, it was like monsoon season and it just, it just downpoured. Right. And it was like, you know, it was like 120 and then, it, and then we had a few days where it just downpours. So it was like 80 and it was beautiful. And I have never before until that moment felt 
the like I, I loved dance in the rain and that was like the most euphoric <laughs> time to dance in the rain of just like the cleansing of water like whew, look at that it was amazing I'm just thinking of that uh thinking of thinking of presence and presence and being here and how beautiful it is really as we talk about this and there's other like just journeying you know just meditating and and getting to your space and like even when you like want to go and into the records like that journey yeah and I'm sitting here like giggling to myself because I forget what we went like to the remember one journey we went to like different planets and I had like a playlist like it was a different song for every <laughs> we went and I don't like life is so much better not that it was was bad before but it's so much better living this way it's just mm-hmm. it's it's brighter it's happier there's more time in it it's just better for so many years I worried about everything but being my authentic weird I love to call myself weird self and that's the other thing I'm like y'all are gonna think I'm weird will I people are like we already know you are you can you can stop saying that we like you being weird we we know I love that but that's I mean god there's so much um permission in that one for your to yourself like yeah I can be weird and two from the people around you it's so beautiful to get that we like you though that way like keep being your weird self I'm just like smiling because just thinking of everything and it's hard to believe that that was 11 months it felt like and then it's been a while since we talked so like wow it's like I can't honestly I don't remember what it was like and I don't want to just like after you after you get married it's like you know I used to set goals for myself it's like you're not getting married till after you're 28 and blah 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 blah. and sure enough Melissa didn't get married until after she was 28 Marco if we're gonna have babies we have to make them at this time because I don't want to have to take maternity leave I want to be off summers sure enough go to my kids you know May and June and now it's like oh schedule fine like well, eh. like I walk in they know I'm always late at work they know and they're like why are you late I'm like I don't know I'm just late I forgot what time it was because it doesn't exist I'm like, I'm like I'm just late I was having a good dream I didn't want to wake up I feel so beautiful inside and out mm-hmm. my self-esteem is out the roof yeah I love advocating right now I'm blowing up social with and it's just one post a day but it's like mental health like yeah today people need to realize like we're not in the 1950s anymore we're not in the 1970s anymore Mm -hmm. my 11 almost 12 year old has a friend who's 
who came back to school from Christmas and announced that she was no longer Damien. She was Damien. She decided Mm -hmm. she wanted to be she. Mm -hmm. He's known Damien since third grade. He grew up with Damien, the boy, and then Damon, the girl, he's one of the only ones that accepted her. And I give props to our social workers for, because when he's introducing things, you know, like, this is my friend, Damon. Um, Her pronouns are she, her. And I really think it's the difference in me Mm -hmm. accepting people for who they are and teaching my kids to do that, especially in the last year. Yeah. You know, Damon knows he that she has a friend in there. Yeah. Because it's tough. I mean, to be in sixth grade and, and to do that. that that's, I can't even imagine and how tough that is. So brave. Wow. Very brave. And it's showing my child don't be ashamed to be who you want to be. Yeah. Just like I grew up being scared to be who I truly wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I waited till I was 48 before I started this journey. Yeah. And I'm glad my kids see that I went through this journey, they see a big difference in their mom and they're going to embrace their life mm-hmm. earlier than when I was able to do that. Yeah. And I wouldn't change it. There's a reason it happened at this time. The universe made it happen at this time it 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 was my life is just going its course this life is going its course I don't know if I'm gonna have another one after this and I know I had previous ones and finally being bold enough and brave enough to do the journey break generational curses to make life better for my kids my grandkids yeah it wouldn't have been possible if I didn't heal through you I say this I feel like I say this a lot but I I don't ever want to like pass up the chance to say it where it's the most selfless thing we can do is to do this healing work and and we one of the the things that I hear people say is Oh, I don't have time, you know, feel selfish to take that much time for myself, basically some variation of that, right. To do this, to this work like this, but then listening to your story, it's like, it, it's a, an illustration of how it's actually, of course it helps you. Of course, like, of course there's this self that we're helping, but it's also helping your family, it's helping your lineage. Like you're, it's an impacting your children in these beautiful ways. Like it, it helps everyone around you. That's what makes it so beautiful is we don't do it just for ourselves. Like we started a lot of times because we're like, I need to get over 
this thing I'm carrying, like, I want to, I want it to be gone. I want to be in a new place with it, but it, it isn't just for us because it ends up being for everyone who gets to be in contact with us or in our lives. And you don't realize how many lives you touch in a day. No. With just a smile or a hello, especially in society today, mm-hmm. being your true authentic self. Yeah. I feel like we are nearing a place where the energy started to feel complete. Like we're start, we've said what we need to say. Do you feel that too? Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I just realized that people can't see what you just did. It's like, I don't even know how to describe that, but it feels like the energy is like coming down. But I want to ask you if you had one piece of advice for everyone who's listening advice or encouragement or whatever it is that you want to say, like, what would you, or take away? Like, what would you share? Whatever comes to your heart first. We're all beautiful. And we all have beautiful gifts and we need to show others our beauty, our beauty. Mm-hmm. And by beauty, I mean who we are as people, our essence, our essence, our being, because if that inner glow is shining we're all, it's radiant and it's just beauty. That's how I can sum it up. That's what I would say. Be your true, beautiful, authentic self. Don't be afraid because being afraid gets you nowhere. Right. It doesn't, doesn't get you anywhere. Enjoy life. Take the time or don't think of time. Enjoy this beautiful gift of being here, helping others mm-hmm. with things you never know what kind of impact you can make on Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me. This has been amazing. Okay. I like talking with you. And, I, <laughs> and Nicholas goes, oh, are you going to be famous now? I'm like, no, I don't think so. Maybe you never know. But um, but he left him some Miss Shannon um, <laughs> oh, in on some of those meetings. Yeah, just to, just to hear your voice. Oh, I love that. He has the best energy too. Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, that episode was so good. It was so juicy and fulfilling to record, and I hope that that is what comes through as you listened. Uh, I hope that that really, really brought forward some reflections that you can bring to yourself, I think, for yourself. I think that's the benefit of podcasts is we can hear these other ideas or other people's stories. And in this case, for this series, my my intention is to bring these stories to you all and and all these amazing people and, and what they've accomplished and offer a place for you to reflect on your own journeys and your own growth and anyway i really hope that this lands 
and this episode is nourishing for you all. Um, yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed it. And just a couple quick um, reminders for the week. We have our spiritual math masterclass for the month of May happening Saturday the 21st. So if you're listening to this right when the episode is released, you still have time to come join us. Um, and we are teaching how to protect yourself and your home and your belongings and everything. And um, Taja, who is my incredible support system um, and amazing soul-based soul assistant, <laughs> still need to find a better title, um, but Taja is joining me and she's also going to be sharing her own techniques that she uses and she's learned as well. And so we're going to be co-teaching this class. Um, I'm so excited to bring her in and have her be part of this with me and for you all to get to know her better if you're coming to join us at that class so you can still sign up for that or grab the replay. Um, and just so you know, another reminder as well that at the end of this month, all packages or bundles of sessions are being phased out. So it's basically going to be mentorship or heal. Are there going to be the ways to work for me, work with me, um, which are both high level investments. And so these packages are the most affordable ways to work with me right now. And they are being asked to be phased out. <laughs> so, um, if you are interested in doing any of those, there's an Akashic bundle, a shamanic bundle, and a womb healing bundle, um, then you have until May 31st to sign up for one of those. And then the, the sessions can stretch out um, over a max of three months for each of those, each of those bundles. All of it's within the, all of it's on the website. So um, we'll have that in the show notes for you to look at. And then Spirit did ask me to open one more Akashic Apprenticeship space. Um, the spaces for May were filled within the first like four days of the month. Um, but Spirit asked for one more space to be opened for this month because um, investment and time and commitment and all of that is shifting for that as well in June. And so it's also the cheapest way to do a longer term container with me. Um, that is going to exist. <laughs> so if you want in on that, then definitely reach out so we can feel into that. And if it's the right space for you, um, if that spot is for you this month. So those are my only little announcements. Again, thank you all for being here and being in this space and talk to you next week. Have a beautiful weekend.